13 Days of Halloween, Penance, a co-production of iHeart3D Audio, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Headphones recommended, listener discretion advised. What is there to say about prison life that hasn't been said a million times before? It is so boring. Lights up! On your feet! The same shit every day. You again. Move along. I imagine some people thrive on that routine. Checkmate! Not if I move here. Checkmate! Still no. And that it beats down those who fight back. Checkmate? No, that's... Oh, darn. They say the pen gets everyone eventually, either by force or attrition. What's new, Caval? My question is, what are they after? It's your turn to share today, Sayuri. But I don't have anything to say. And how does that make you feel? If they can keep us physically detained... I'm going! If they have ways to enter our minds... Any side effects from the medication? Makes me sick to my stomach. Maybe time to up your dosage. What's left but the soul? Take and receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my entire will. All I have and call my own. You have given all to me. I swear, no matter what, I refuse to submit by choice. But I also wonder, how long can I hold out? Already, I'm starting to lose track of time. Identical days turning into identical weeks filling identical months against a clock and calendar that I have no reason to trust. I wonder, what is all this time doing to me? How is it changing me? Has something changed about you? Well, I've practically quit smoking. Good for you. I've started going to church, at least more regularly. I noticed. And, well... I was just so angry when I got here. I'm still angry. Furious, actually. If I could, I'd trample those guards, break straight through the wall, burn this whole place to the ground, and never look back. But something's changed. Well, that kind of rage was hurting more than it was helping. Me, specifically. And if the anger isn't gone, maybe it's a little more contained. If you were to give it a word, would it be fair to say patience? Hmm. I hate to think that I'm just waiting around. That makes me feel so weak. I would say it demonstrates tremendous strength. Hmm. Whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. But understanding about what? How to march in a line, what not to eat in the cafeteria, who to avoid contact with if you don't want a nightstick to the gut? Maybe a more personal understanding. Humans have an innate desire for control over their own lives. It's a fallacy, really. But even the sense of control can be powerful. The freedom to make your own choices, to set your own goals, can come to define your very identity. So what happens when that illusion of control vanishes? You lose your mind? Or you grow. 
Ah, crap. Do you know what time it is? About 12.30, I think. Well, I gotta get to the rec center. Exercise can be good for the soul. Well, maybe. It's just, uh... I'm supposed to meet someone. Meet someone? Yeah. Um... Well, don't keep them waiting. Um, thank you, Chaplain. I hope to see you tomorrow. Why? What's tomorrow? Christmas Eve. Oh, snap. I gotta find a gift. Okay, leaving the chapel means library's on my left, TV room's on my right. Here's the weight room, the art room, and I just need to go down these stairs. Rodriguez! Oof, never gonna get used to that. What do you think you're doing? Uh, recreation? Not like that, you're not. But I'm sure this is the right door. That hair! My hair? When's the last time you had a cut? Hmm. Well, I came in before Easter weekend, so... Right. Captain has strict policies. Hmm. Okay. I'll get right on that. Now. With me. <gasps> Let go! I said I could walk. Lorena, you got space for one more? This one here has never seen a brush in her life. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't know I was here to impress. Pero niña... Your hair is like a nest. Birds or spiders. I'm afraid to look. Then don't. <sighs> go, go. I'll take care of this one. Don't be afraid to use a little force. Oh, maybe I do need a trim. <sighs> no. You needed a trim three months ago. Now, Mirena, what you need is a miracle. <laughs> Good thing I'm me. Come, a wash first, then we glam. So, what's your style? Are you more a pixie cut or bangs? Maybe a little framing, give some shape to that pretty face. No, you're not listening. Uh, I don't want you to do anything. Just a trim. Oh, but indulge me. There must be something you want. Come on, you can tell me. Don't fight it. She'll get it out of you. Always does. Knew what I wanted before I did. She's always right. By the time I'm done, I'll have you feeling all new. Look, it's nothing personal. I just don't spend a lot of time thinking about how I look. Oh, you're one of those, aren't you? One of those? Here, sit. Lean back. What is that supposed to mean? I'll tell you if you sit. Let me guess. You turn away makeup and hairstyling and she clothes saying you're not into fashion. Pero nena, lo que tú no sabes is that that's a fashion statement in itself. No, that's not... I don't... I'll deny, 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 but I see you. Oh, and what? Because you cut someone's hair, it gives you license to judge them? <laughs> There's a lot you learn when you shape someone's look. I mean, how we present is a mask. No one is exactly what they look like. How painfully boring. So, while they're in my chair, letting me chop away at little pieces of them, I get to drop the mask, and I listen. Like a therapist? I Dios mío, no. Therapist, they want to fix you. I prefer to enable. Better tips. Twenty years at the same overpriced salon, you hear every entitled complaint. Convertible in a shop, ants in the lake house, and now my masseuse is out of town, and my husband is canoodling with the maid. Oh, <laughs> I always hope for something with more substance. Maybe I hope too hard. One day, 
I had this woman come in, sunset of her life, glorious silver hair down to her chest. I loved it. I wanted it. Oh, to age like that. But she said it made her look witchy. Now, who could have put that idea in her head? Turns out, kids were shattering her windows with rocks. They riding on their bikes, dark of night, no one awake. Then, crash! Kill the witch! They yelled. And then they were gone just as fast. Mocositos malnacido. Poor woman. I could hear it in her voice. Lorena, chop it off. Chop it all off. I don't want it anymore. How it hurt her to lie. Abab, let's get you in a chair. Did you cut it off? No. That would have been a crime. Instead, I listened to what she really wanted. Here, sit. What did she say? Nothing at first, but I pushed. I've always had that gift, you know, getting people to open up. Usually it's a lot of chisme. But this time, this was different. Something in her eyes and how her lips scrunched like she was chewing on her words, dentures and all. Lorena, I want to take those rocks. I want to find their houses. And I want to break their bones. <laughs> Puedes creerlo, wrinkled little thing. And then she left. Lift your hair. I got to wrap this around your neck. Do you think she did it? How could she? No, that would have been insane. At least that's what I thought, and it's what got me through the night. Because as soon as I got home, there was a stampede in my brain. Horrible, horrible headache. That whole week, actually, my last week on the outside. All horrible. Ow, careful with the scalp. This is nothing. Day after... Another woman came, rolled out a magazine, and pointed at a model. Wanted her 70s disco neon perm. Emira, I'm divine at what I do, but my conscience wouldn't let me. So I tried to veer her somewhere safe. And you know what she said to me? If I wanted safe, I wouldn't put nails in my salad. What? Ugh can't believe she meant that literally. I didn't either, until she smiled. Teeth cracked and chipped, gums bleeding. She needed a dentist, not a perm. I don't know why, she told me. But then the nausea hit, and I spent the rest of my shift head first in a toilet feeling like there was a hole in my gut. I think one of the other girls ended up giving her a perm. I didn't care anymore. I'd swear there was something in the air that week, but all the crazy seemed to ask for me. And the next one was even worse. Worse than eating nails? There's always worse, Melinda, and it's never who you expect. Tilt your head for me, will you? Wait, how much are you taking off? Relájate, querida. Don't you want to know who came next? Just the trim. Got it? 
Mm-hmm. Now, this girl, so thin and twiggy, it was like she floated in on a breeze. Carolina, with a heart on the eye. That's how she signed in. In for a trim, just like June. She didn't make so much as a squeak for the full hour. I could tell there was something heavy, something ugly building up. But who am I to pry? If a client wants silence, I give them silence. I was nearly done styling her before she finally spoke, turned to me with her doe eyes and asked if I was married. No, 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 I said. I love myself too much to share. <laughs> she liked that. She was jealous. What about you? I asked. And she went quiet again. She yanked me in and whispered, I'm going to kill my husband. I just haven't figured out how. I was frozen. I mean, what do you say back? Don't do it? Good luck. I couldn't tell if she was kidding, or maybe I could, and I didn't want to admit it. It's not like she waited for me to react. She just got up, dropped a tip on the counter, and left. Well, was it a good tip? Best of my life, but not even close to worth it. My fever that night was like a cauldron. Fluids, boiling, skin melting, every nerve on fire. Or at least it felt that way. Pinned me down to a bed for two days. Now hold still. Am, am I expected to tip? I mean, I would, but... Ridicula. This is currency enough. For once, I'm the one talking. Take a look. How do you feel? <sighs> um, that's not a trim. I know. And we're not done yet. Girl, will ya? Pero quien me crees? Good luck, Sai. You're gonna need it. How'd they know my name? Niña, haven't you been listening? You learn all kinds of things in a place like this. Haven't you worked a service job? Yeah, actually, back before... Uh... So you know. And I've had dozens. That's why I didn't question it at first. How you offer a service, but... They treat you like a product. People think they have a right to your time, to your attention. And they don't care what you carry home. They're just happy to unload. Even worse when you work for tips. Were there more clients like her, Carolina? ¿Qué quieres? ¿Más? No, she was the last. But that wasn't the last time she came. When I finally forced myself out of bed after that burning fever, I thought, enough of this. No more helpful ear. But what does fate care for our plans? My first day back, I found her waiting there, almost shivering with fear, cold, I don't know. Turns out she'd come every day asking for me. What an honor. What did she want now? A manicure. Some pastel color, and obviously an excuse because I'm no technician. But Mr. Arena is my boss. He knew that. But 
There comes Carolina, waving a stack of fifty. So of course he sells me out. Who cares what I want? Lorena, no empieces. Aquí todos ayudamos. Everybody helps. Did you ask if she did it? No. Remember, I was done asking questions. From now on, just smiling and nodding, smiling and nodding. Hold still. This is for texture. So she didn't talk to you. Now, where did you get that? All I said was that I didn't ask. So while I prepped the manicure, she stared at me with those big doe eyes, unblinking, uncomfortable, like there was an itch she couldn't scratch, and I could tell that heaviness, that ugliness from before, it was back, and she was ready to gossip. So I laid out the towel and I asked for her hands. And when she spread out her fingers, all I could see was blood on her nails, crusty, flooded cuticles, hands stained up to her wrist. Can you wash it? She asked, as if a pink salt exfoliant was enough to scrub whatever monstrosity she'd committed. Hi. Couldn't speak. I couldn't even look up. So instead, she leaned in. Lorena, I so appreciated our last session. It was such a weight off my shoulders. You're so easy to talk to. You know that. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to listen to another word. But she wouldn't stop. I did it. I really did. I waited until Rob was asleep. Then I grabbed my knitting box, took out my seam ripper, and I unsewed him. I looked around, but no one else in the whole room had even flinched. Was I going insane, or was everyone around me losing their minds? I ran out, bile. Coming up in my throat, and the last thing I saw was Carolina's face. She looked relieved, <laughs> like that weight was really gone. I quit that very day. Let's get you dried up. There you go, shaped up real nice with some volume. Were you sick again? Claro, ruined my upholstery and pushed the absolute limit on how much ibuprofen a person can take. But I had to find out if this was awesome twisted joke. So I did what any rational person would do. I followed her home. I watched her enter a big gated mansion. You know the fancy sort where the bushes are all cut into shapes. And I waited, quiet and in pain. To catch any glimpse of her husband still alive, it was well after dark before I saw her come out again, wheeling out the trash. The curiosity ate me alive. I had to know what was in those cans. Now, I wish with every bone in my body that I'd never looked inside. I jumped in my car and floored it, rezándole a la virgencita 80 miles an hour as fast as my little clunker could go. That's when I saw the cruiser parked at the burger joint. 
cop leaning on his hood and I told him everything about Carolina, her confession, the goriness in her trash. I knew I sounded crazy, but I pleaded for him to believe me. And you know what? He did. He said he believed me, but that he just didn't care. That pudgy mustache man, acne on his neck, sweat on his collar. He said he'd seen worse hell that he'd done worse. Chewing on that greasy, dripping burger. He told me bragging. Sometimes when there's a body and I'm supposed to call it in, I don't. Because for a couple of hours after death, they're still warm enough to have fun. He just kept going, unloading repulsive details after details. Even after I shut myself in my car and blared the horn. He was at my window and I could still read his lips. Why wouldn't he just leave me alone? What did you do? Nothing I regret. I just wish they hadn't caught me. Because that holding cell they threw me into, that was my own brand of hell. Not like the rooms we've got here. Handcuffed, I couldn't even cover my ears while everyone else just spilled and spilled. There was something wrong with me, I knew that. But I couldn't stop it. So instead I screamed back what I heard. Because why should I suffer alone? How long were you there? Not long. Gracias a Dios. I suppose eventually somebody listened to what I had to say because two doctors showed up. From the Pendleton? What gave it away? They dragged you here too. Dragged me? No, they offered help. Said they could make the secret stop. And for that, I would have climbed in their trunk. You look like you don't agree. Why would you choose to come here? We can't leave. What makes you think I want to? Free meals, free rooming, and never having to suck up to anyone else for tips? Niña, para mí estas son unas vacaciones. It's not Tahiti, but it'll do. Did they help you then? You mean, do I still hear people's secrets? Sometimes, but at least the pain is gone. They've got me on this regimen, pills and tests and prodding and so on. It's meant to contain it all together, but we'll see. So then you have heard things while you've been here? Of course. Stranger and stranger every day. Strange how? Oh, no, no, no. I see what you're doing. You think knowing more is always better, but you're ignoring how it might hurt you. What do you mean hurt me? What I mean, Sayuri, is how will you handle the darkest secrets of this place when you don't even know your own. Wait. While I was here, were you? She ready yet? Almost. There's no rushing beauty. Take a look in the mirror. Do you like who you see? That's not me. Claro que sí. Like I said, when it comes to my work, I'm divine. Don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. What do you mean? Now are you done? Yes, I'm done. But... Out you go. 
Now, beauty queen. And don't forget to brush your hair. Lights out! Three, two... Nighty-night. Ubimsa. <sighs> Same shit every day. Wait. Did she leave a bobby pin in my hair? Hey, you. Oh, hey. I thought we had a date. I, I know, I'm, I'm sorry. I got called out for looking, um, haggard was the implication. And they dragged me into what accounts for the beauty salon around here. Lady took her sweet time, too. I'm sorry, I, I tried, but I couldn't get out. It looks nice. Yeah? Yeah, real nice. I don't quite feel like myself. What is that like? To feel like you? I don't really know anymore. I guess I've never liked to be fussed over. And now even that has been taken away. The chaplain said something today that I can't stop thinking about. He said that losing control over your life forces you to reevaluate your identity. Then have you learned a lot about yourself since you've been here? To be honest, um, I have learned that I need other people more than I ever wanted to admit before. Can I fuss over you for a second? <laughs> okay. You look beautiful. <sighs> it's some haircut. I like it, but it's not the haircut. I wish we didn't always meet like this. These damn bars between us. What would happen if we met on the outside? If you said something like that to me the way you just said it? Yeah. Well, I might have to reach over and kiss you. I can lean in. Oh yeah, Thirteen Days of Halloween, Penance, starring Natalie Morales. Episode 8, Care, written by Alessandra Hara Del Castillo and Alexander Williams. Editing and sound design by Trevor Young. Featuring the voices of Sandra Valladares, Rachel Rosenblum, Wayne Bastrop, Raphael Corkill, Jeff Bowser, Blair Chandler, Morgan Brown, and Laura Shine. Directed by Alexander Williams. Executive producers Aaron Mankey, Noah Feinberg, Chris Dickey, Matt Frederick, and Alexander Williams. Supervising producers Trevor Young and Josh Thane. Producers Jesse Funk, Rima Ilkayali, Noemi Griffin, Chandler Mays, and Casby Bias. Script editing by Lauren Vogelbaum, story consultants Ben Bolin and Matthew Riddle, casting by Sunday Bowling CSA and Meg Mormon CSA. Production coordinator Wayna Calderon. Production assistants, Jenna Johnson and Winona Lowe. Theme music by Rose Azerti, with vocals by Anna Humler. Recorded at This Is Sound Design Studios in Burbank, California. Engineered by Ross Arono. Special thanks to Romelia Osorio, Nathan Rule, Glenn Nishida, and Rob Mosca. 
13 Days of Halloween was created by Matt Frederick and Alexander Williams and is a production of iHeart Podcasts, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Learn more about the show at grimandmild.com slash 13 days. And find more podcasts from iHeartRadio by visiting the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Happy Halloween.